January 26th, and we are at the end of another week. We have completed now four weeks of this reading plan with Bible in a Year. I wonder if, like me, you are crossing off each day as we go through. There's there's just something satisfying about doing that. I want to congratulate you for continuing thus far and building this habit of reading Scripture. Welcome to those who are new to the podcast. We hope that you will continue to follow along. You can download the Bible in a Year reading plan by clicking the link in the show notes. It's emmanuelmelbourne.org backslash B-I-Y. You could also follow us on Facebook, like the page Bible in a Year with Pastor Steve. This is a great place for us to share any insights, any questions we might have, and generally just enjoy community with one another. Well, today we will be reading from Exodus chapters 27 through 29. I'll be reading from the World English Bible, the web translation. And we'll also read Psalm 20 and Proverb 20. Those will be on your own reading, though. I will not be reading that as part of the podcast today. Well, friends, today is all about the priesthood. We're going to learn a little bit about what that office is and what it was meant to do and how that teases out into the time of Jesus, and beyond. So friends, without further ado, let us jump into God's word together. Exodus chapter 27. You shall make the altar of acacia wood five cubits long and five cubits wide. The altar shall be square. Its height shall be three cubits. You shall make its horns on its four corners. Its horns shall be of one piece with it. You shall overlay it with bronze. You shall make its pots to take away its ashes and its shovels, its basins, its meat hooks, and its fire pans. You shall make all of its vessels of bronze. You shall make a grating for it of a network of bronze. On the net you shall make four bronze rings in its four corners. You shall put it under the ledge around the altar beneath, that the net may reach halfway up the altar. You shall make poles for the altar, poles of acacia wood, and overlay them with bronze. Its poles shall be put into the rings, and the poles shall be on the two sides of the altar when carrying it. You shall make it hollow with planks. They shall make it as it has been shown you on the mountain. You shall make the cord of the tabernacle. For the south side, southward, there shall be hangings for the cord of fine twine linen, 100 cubits long for one side. Its pillars shall be 20, and the other sockets 20 of bronze." The hooks of the pillars and their fillets shall be of silver. Likewise, for the length of the north side, there shall be hangings 100 cubits long, and its pillars 20, and their sockets 20, of bronze. The hooks of the pillars and their fillets of silver. For the width of the court on the west side shall be hangings of 50 cubits, their pillars 10, and their sockets 10. The width of the court of the east side eastward shall be 50 cubits. The hangings for the one side and the gate shall be fifteen cubits, their pillars three, and their sockets three. For the other side shall be the hangings of fifteen cubits, their pillars three, their sockets three. For the gate of the court shall be a screen of twenty cubits of blue and purple and scarlet and fine twined linen, the work of the embroiderer, their pillars four and their sockets four. 
All the pillars of the cord around shall be filleted with silver, their hooks of silver, and their sockets of bronze. The length of the cord shall be one hundred cubits, and the width fifty throughout, and the height five cubits of fine twined linen, and their sockets of bronze. All the instruments of the tabernacle in all its service and all its pins, and all the pins of the court shall be of bronze. You shall command the children of Israel that they bring to you pure olive oil, beaten for the light, to cause a lamp to burn continually. In the tent of meeting outside of the veil, which is before the covenant, Aaron and his sons shall keep it in order from evening to morning before Yahweh. It shall be a statute forever throughout their generations, on the behalf of the children of Israel. Exodus chapter 28. Bring Aaron, your brother, and his sons with him near to you from among the children of Israel, that he may minister to me in the priest's office. Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar, Aaron's sons. You shall make holy garments for Aaron, your brother, for glory and for beauty. You shall speak to all who are wise-hearted, whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom, that they make Aaron's garments to sanctify him, that he may minister to me in the priest's office. These are the garments which they shall make, a breastplate, an ephod, a robe, a fitted tunic, a turban, and a sash. They shall make holy garments for Aaron your brother and his sons, that they may minister to me in the priest's office. They shall use the gold and the blue and the purple and the scarlet and the fine linen. They shall make the ephod of gold, blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twine linen, the work of the skillful workman. It shall have two shoulder straps joined to the two ends of it, that it may be joined together. The skillfully woven band which is on it shall be like its work, and of the same piece of gold, blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twine linen. You shall take two onyx stones and engrave on them the names of the children of Israel, six of their names on the one stone and the names of the six that remain on the other stone, in order of their birth. With the work of an engraver in stone, like the engravings of a signet, you shall engrave the two stones, according to the names of the children of Israel. You shall make them to be enclosed in settings of gold. You shall put the two stones on the shoulder straps of the ephod, to be stones of memorial for the children of Israel. Aaron shall bear their names before Yahweh on his two shoulders for a memorial. You shall make settings of gold and two chains of pure gold. You shall make them like cords of braided work. You shall put the braided chains on their settings. You shall make a breastplate of judgment. The work of the skillful workman, like the work of an ephod, you shall make it. Of gold, of blue, and purple, and scarlet, and fine twine linen, you shall make it. It shall be square and folded double. A span shall be its length and a span its width. You shall set it in the settings of stones, four rows of stones. A row of ruby, topaz, and beryl shall be the first row, and the second row a turquoise, a sapphire, and an emerald, and the third row a jacinth, an agate, and an amethyst, and the fourth row a chrysolite, an onyx, and a jasper. They shall be enclosed in gold in their settings. The stones shall be according to the names of the children of Israel, twelve according to their names. Like the engravings of a signet, every one according to his name, they shall be for the twelve tribes. You shall make on the breastplate chains like cords of braided work of pure gold. 
you shall make on the breastplate two rings of gold and shall put the two rings on the two ends of the breastplate. You shall put the two braided chains of gold and the two rings at the ends of the breastplate. The other two ends of the two braided chains you shall put on the two settings and put them on the shoulder straps of the ephod and its forepart. You shall make two rings of gold and you shall put them on the two ends of the breastplate on its edge, which is toward the side of the ephod inward. You shall make two rings of gold and put them on the two shoulder straps of the ephod underneath in its forepart, close by its coupling, above the skillfully woven band of the ephod. They shall bind the breastplate by its rings to the rings of the ephod with a lace of blue, that it may be on the skillfully woven band of the ephod, and the breastplate may not swing out from the ephod. Aaron shall bear the names of the children of Israel in the breastplate of judgment on his heart when he goes into the holy place for a memorial before Yahweh continually. You shall put in the breastplate of judgment the Urim and the Thummim, and they shall be on Aaron's heart when he goes in before Yahweh. Aaron shall bear the judgment of the children of Israel on his heart before Yahweh continually. You shall make the robe of the ephod all of blue. It shall have a hole for the head in the middle of it. It shall have a binding of woven work around its hole, as it were the hole of a coat of mail, that it may not be torn. On its hem you shall make pomegranates of blue and of purple and of scarlet, all around the hem, with bells and gold between and around them. A golden bell and a pomegranate, a golden bell and a pomegranate, around the hem of the robe. It should be on Aaron to minister, and its sound shall be heard when he goes into the holy place before Yahweh, and when he comes out, that he shall not die. He shall make a plate of pure gold and engrave on it, like the engravings of a signet, holy to Yahweh. You shall put it on a lace of blue, and it shall be on the sash. It shall be on the front of the sash. It shall be on Aaron's forehead. And Aaron shall bear the iniquity of the holy things, which the children of Israel shall make holy, and all their holy gifts. And it shall always be on his forehead, that they may be accepted before Yahweh. You shall weave the tunic with fine linen. You shall make a turban of fine linen. You shall make a sash, the work of the embroiderer. You shall make tunics for Aaron's sons. You shall make sashes for them. You shall make headbands for them, for glory and for beauty. You shall put them on Aaron your brother and on his sons with him, and shall anoint them and consecrate them and sanctify them, that they may minister to me in the priest's office. You shall make them linen pants to cover their naked flesh. They shall reach from the waist even to the thighs. They shall be on Aaron and on his sons when they go into the tent of meeting, or when they come near to the altar to minister in the holy place, that they don't bear iniquity and die. This shall be a statute forever to him and to his offspring after him. Exodus chapter 29. This is the thing that you shall do to them to make them holy, to minister to me in the priest's office. Take one young bull and two rams without defect, unleavened bread, unleavened cakes mixed with oil, and unleavened wafers anointed with oil. You shall make them of fine wheat flour. You shall put them into one basket and bring them in the basket with the bull and the two rams. You shall bring Aaron and his sons to the door of the tent of meeting, and shall wash them with water. You shall take the garments and put on Aaron the tunic, the robe of the ephod, the ephod, and the breastplate, 
and clothed him with the skillfully woven band of the ephod. You shall set the turban on his head and put the holy crown on the turban. Then you shall take the anointing oil and pour it on his head and anoint him. You shall bring his sons and put tunics on them. You shall clothe them with belts, Aaron and his sons, and bind headbands on them. They shall have the priesthood by a perpetual statute. You shall consecrate Aaron and his sons. You shall bring the bull before the tent of meeting, and Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the bull. You shall kill the bull before Yahweh at the door of the tent of meeting. You shall take of the blood of the bull and put it on the horns of the altar with your finger, and you shall pour out all the blood on the base of the altar. You shall take all the fat that covers the innards, the cover of the liver, the two kidneys, and the fat that is on them, and burn them on the altar. But the meat of the bull and its skin and its dung you shall burn with fire outside of the camp. It is a sin offering. You shall also take the one ram, and Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the ram. You shall kill the ram, and you shall take its blood, and sprinkle it out around the altar. You shall cut the ram into pieces and wash its innards and its legs and put them with its pieces and with its head. You shall burn the whole ram on the altar. It is a burnt offering to Yahweh. It is a pleasant aroma, an offering made by fire to Yahweh. You shall take the other ram, and Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the ram. Then you shall kill the ram and take some of its blood and put it on the tip of the right ear of Aaron and on the tip of the right ear of his sons and on the thumb of their right hand and on the big toe of their right foot and sprinkle the blood around the altar. You shall take of the blood that is on the altar and of the anointing oil and sprinkle it on Aaron and on his garments and on his sons and on the garments of his sons with him and he shall be made holy and his garments, and his sons, and his sons' garments with him. Also you shall take some of the ram's fat, the fat tail, the fat that covers the innards, the cover of the liver, the two kidneys, the fat that is on them, and the right thigh, for it is the ram of consecration, and one loaf of bread, and one cake of oiled bread, and one wafer out of the basket of unleavened bread that is before Yahweh. You shall put all of this in Aaron's hands and in his son's hands, and shall wave them for a wave offering before Yahweh. You shall take them from their hands and burn them on the altar on the burnt offering. For a pleasant aroma before Yahweh, it is an offering made by fire to Yahweh. You shall take the breast of Aaron's ram of consecration and wave it for a wave offering before Yahweh. It shall be your portion. You shall sanctify the breast of the wave offering and the thigh of the wave offering, which is waved, and which is raised up, of the ram of the consecration, even of that which is for Aaron, and of that which is for his sons. It shall be for Aaron and his sons as their portion forever from the children of Israel, for it is a wave offering. It shall be a wave offering from the children of Israel of the sacrifices of their peace offerings, even their wave offering to Yahweh. The holy garments of Aaron shall be for his sons after him, to be anointed in them, and to be consecrated in them. Seven days shall the son who is priest in his place put them on, when he comes into the tent of meeting to minister in the holy place. You shall take the ram of consecration and boil its meat in a holy place. Aaron and his sons shall eat the meat of the ram and the bread that is in the basket at the door of the tent of meeting. 
They shall eat those things with which atonement has been made to consecrate and sanctify them. But a stranger shall not eat of it, because they are holy. If anything of the meat of the consecration or of the bread remains to the morning, then you shall burn the remainder with fire. It shall not be eaten, because it is holy. You shall do so to Aaron and his sons, according to all that I have commanded you. You shall consecrate them seven days. Every day you shall offer the bull of sin offering for atonement. You shall cleanse the altar when you make atonement for it. You shall anoint it to sanctify it. Seven days you shall make atonement for the altar and sanctify it, and the altar shall be most holy. Whatever touches the altar shall be holy. Now this is that which you shall offer on the altar, two lambs a year old, day by day, continually. The one lamb you shall offer in the morning, and the other lamb you shall offer at the evening. And with the one lamb a tenth part of an ephah, a fine flour mixed with fourth of a hin of beaten oil, and the fourth part of a hin of wine for a drink offering. The other lamb you shall offer at evening, and shall do it to according to the meal offering of the morning, and according to its drink offering, for a pleasant aroma, an offering made by fire to Yahweh. It shall be a continual burnt offering throughout your generations at the door of the tent of meeting before Yahweh, where I will meet you, to speak there to you. There I will meet the children of Israel, and the place shall be sanctified by my glory. I shall sanctify the tent of meeting and the altar. I will also sanctify Aaron and his sons to minister to me in the priest's office. I will dwell among the children of Israel and will be their God. They shall know that I am Yahweh their God, who brought them out of the land of Egypt, that I might dwell among them. I am Yahweh their God. Gracious and eternal God, we thank you for the gift of this day. We pray that you would send forth your Holy Spirit to open our hearts and our minds so that we might gain truth and understanding. Lord, direct our steps and help us to live lives that bring you honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, friends, today we are jumping back into the story of the Exodus, and we'll see that chapter 27 is rounding out a bit of the details of the tabernacle, especially when it comes to the place where the sacrifices shall be offered up, the courtyard areas, as well as the need for oil, pure oil, for the lampstand. And this light, God exhorted the people to uh, keep it burning from evening till morning every day for the generations to come. In Exodus chapter 28 now, we see that God is calling out a certain people to serve him in a specific way. Their calling was to serve as priests. And the people that have been chosen are Aaron and his sons. Looking back, you will see that Aaron and Moses are descendants through the line of Levi. So they are considered Levites. Now the priesthood was solidified through the line of Aaron here. From Aaron downward now are going to be the people who would serve as priests. There's often some confusion around Levites and the priesthood. It's said that all priests are Levites, but not all Levites are priests. That means the priests have a special duty. They are ordained to this duty, authorized and empowered for this work. And this work is managing the worship, 
attending to the worship between God and the people. And a lot of this now that we're seeing here develop is the offering of sacrifices. Like with the tabernacle and the Ark of the Covenant, there were very specific stipulations on what these priests ought to wear. And if you notice that there are some interesting things happening around the shoulders and the breastplate, namely that there are engraved on stones and gems the names of the 12 tribes of Israel. As these priests are ministering before the Lord, the covenant that was filtered down through the generations, through their patriarchs, is standing in front of them. So God, through his covenant faithfulness and his loving kindness, would accept the offerings, would accept their worship, and continue to be present with them in these wilderness wanderings in the way that he promised to do so. So you may be asking yourselves, what do we make of all of this sacrifice and what the priests are doing here? And I like to remind people that this is an institution that was instituted, for lack of a better word, for its time as a placeholder and a pointer pointing towards the ultimate sacrifice of Jesus Christ, whose sacrifice once and for all would handle sins, would atone for sins, cover them, so that we can be reconciled to God. And if you'll notice that Jesus, on the night in which he was betrayed and he faced his imminent death on the cross, he chose to relate to the festival known as the Passover, which we learned about not too long ago. So Jesus was relating himself as the Passover lamb, which would be sacrificed so that the sins of those who are in relationship with him wouldn't be remembered anymore. Remember the words to his disciples when he took the bread and broke it, and he said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me as you eat it. Remember me. And also with the cup, he said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, right? Which is poured out for you and for many for the remission of sins, the forgiveness of sins. Jesus's death on the cross ultimately came to fulfill what was predicted by the scriptures, to fulfill the scriptures, the law and the prophets, and to deal once and for all with sin so that the giants, the dragon of sin and death would finally be conquered. And finally, since we are talking about priests, we have to remember the words of the apostle Peter when he said to his listeners, his readers of his letter, that you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. Because of what Jesus has done for us, we now share in the priesthood. We stand before God in worship, and we stand before God to relate with others in the world so that we may make him known to others, so that they might receive God's grace and God's love and have the opportunity to have their sins forgiven through Jesus Christ when he is accepted as not only Savior, but Lord of their lives. So friends, let us continue as God's priests, as his chosen people, to make him known wherever we go so that others may have hope, others may find joy, and so others may experience love like no other in the way that it was intended to be. Well, until tomorrow, friends, 
Have a blessed day.